Shalom to all. Today's office, Yom Hamasaf Kuf. Hey, we are starting Kuf Dalad Amar Beis, the second to last line, the fourth to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sar Basav Yaakov Meisha Hernas Shama Shadav Aliyah and Lilu Nishmas Mars Freida Chayu Beilo Basav Yitzchak Tzvi Hernas Shama Shadav Aliyah. Now we are someone in the middle of the Gemara. A halacha was sent to avoid the Shmuel saying that if the Yavama spat in Bezdin and that's the only thing she did, she now has to perform Chalitza and not Yibum. The Gemara tried to figure out whose opinion that was, and we had said it can't be Rabbi Kiva's because he holds that if Chalitza was performed without spitting, it's valid. So we can't hold that just spitting itself. Answers her to the brothers. The Gemara asks on that. Did Rabbi Kiva really say that just spitting is not going to possible her? But time you have a brisa. Brisa tells us as follows: Let's say she did chalitza, she removed the shoe, but she didn't spit and she didn't say the psukim she needs to say. If she spat but didn't remove the shoe and didn't say the psukim, if she only said the psukim but no rikiko or chalitza in kan beis michosh, nothing is valid over here. Meaning she's allowed to do yibum. If she wants to. And now we ask Mani, who's this Brysa like? Elim, if you want to say Rabbi Lezer, it's Rabbi Lezer. That can't be because the Brysa says, If she did Chalitza without Rikiko or saying the Psukim, that's a valid Chalitza. But Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer, now Mishnah had said, When the Pasuk by Yibam says, This shall be done, he had told us that it's essential that we have to do something that's a Misa, namely spitting. Spitting also has to be done or else it's not a valid Chalitza. So it can't be that this Brysa is Rabbi Lezer, it must be this Brysa is Rabbi Kiva. Okay, so Viktani, the Brysa also says, if she only spat, but she didn't do chalitza or say the pesukim, that's a pasul chalitza. Now, Laman, who's that pasul to? What does it mean that we're telling her that it's a pasul chalitza? Even if you want to say that it's a pasul chalitza, la alma, meaning she's not allowed to marry someone else. She it's obvious she's not allowed to marry someone else. We have a chalitza la alma. Was there any chalitza over here that we would have a havamina that she is allowed to marry someone else? There's no chalitza. All she did was spit. So El Lavin must be the brass is telling us la that she's pasul to the brothers. Mamino, we see from here that just spitting itself is going to pasul her to the brothers. She still needs to do a proper chalitza, but spitting in it by itself is enough to passel her to the brothers. Now we have to understand Shita's Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Kiva, Maishna Rikiko, Maishna Kriya. Why is Rikika different than Kriya? Why is it if she just spits, that's enough to passel her to the brothers? But if she just says the psukim, that's not going to passel her to the brothers, and she could still do Yibam. The Gemara answers, Kriya, the Yisabem Betchil Ben Besai. Since there are certain psukim that are right in the beginning and at the end, Loi Mechlefalei, no one's going to get confused. Since psukim are recited both at the beginning and at the end of chalitza, if she said psukim, and then later they saw that she was married, to one of the Yavamin, clearly Chalitza didn't take place. And that's not going to mislead anyone because they're going to realize that they must have only heard the beginning psukim being recited and it must be that they never followed through with the Chalitza. But Rikiko, when it comes to spitting, there's no spitting at the beginning of Chalitza, only at the end. So then, they might get confused and they're going to end up permitting a Chalitza to the brothers. Namely, if people saw her spit, they're going to assume that she already performed the Chalitza because spitting happens at the end. And now if she goes and marries one of the Yavamin, people are going to think that a Chalitza is allowed to marry the Yavam. Therefore, if she spits at any point in time in the proceedings, even before the chalitza, that automatically passes her to the brothers. Now remember, we started this Gemara discussing this halacha that was sent to Avu Dishmul, saying that if the Rama spat in Bezdin, she now has to perform chalitza and not Yibam. Now we have a slightly different version of that. Some say, this is what they had sent Avu Dishmul. If Yibam spat in Bezdin, she should do chalitza and she doesn't have to spit again. Someone came to Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Arba Mamal was sitting in front of Rabbi Ami, and Rakaka Mikmi the Tachlitz, she spat before she removed his shoe. Amrli Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Ami told her of Abba, Tigra, let her just finish up the chalitza and then she can leave, meaning that's all she has to do, just take off his shoe and then she's finished. But now Amrli Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba asked him, she has to spit. So he responded, Harakala, she already spit. So Rabbi Abba responded, what do you care if she spits again? Who cares? So Rabbi Ami answered him, a big mishap can come from this. If you're going to say that she has to spit again, people are going to say, oh, if she spits before taking off his shoe, that spitting is nothing. 
and then we're going to end up allowing someone who did chalitza to the brothers, like we mentioned previously. He asked him, but we still have a problem. Everything has to be in order, and the order is you take off the shoe and then you spit. So how can we do it out of order? So Rabbi answered him, It's not absolutely necessary to do it in order, and if it was done out of order, that's also okay. Now who suffered the chli kamat Rabbi Abba thought that Rabbi Ami was just pushing him away with this answer. But then, he went out, he searched, and he found the Tanya that we have a brisa. The brisa tells us, It doesn't make a difference if the chalitza came before the rikika or the rikika came before the chalitza. It's a valid chalitza either which way. And more about chalitza. Levi Nafak Likaryasa, Levi went out to the villages. Bohemina, they asked him the following questions. Gidemes Maushitachlitz. If a woman is missing her arms, her arms are amputated, is she allowed to do chalitza with her teeth? Remove the shoe with her teeth. They asked him another question. Let's say she spat blood. It wasn't spit, it was blood. What's the halach over there? Then they asked him about a pasuk in Daniel. The pasuk in Daniel says, However, I will tell you what's written in the truthful writing. This is referring to the Malach telling Daniel, I'm going to tell you about Xerah up in Shemaim. And their question was, That implies that there's some sort of Ksav, some sort of Xerah up in Shemaim, which is not truthful. How could that be? Now, Levi didn't know how to answer these questions. So he went to the base Medrash to ask. They told him, First of all, Does it say she has to do Chalisa with her hand? She could do Chalisa with her teeth also. And also, Does it say she has to spit? Spit? She could spit blood as well. And regarding his last question, Is there a Ksav that's not truthful? That's also not a problem. If it's a Gzardin from Shemayim that doesn't have a Shvua attached to it, so then that's considered a Ksav MS because it could be rescinded, it could be taken back. However, if this Gzardin has a Shvua with it, that's considered MS because Hashem's not going to repeal it. And how do we know this? How do we know if a Gzardin has a Shvua with it? It's not going to be torn up. Shemayim because the Pasuk says, Hashem told Shmuel Anavi, Therefore, I've sworn regarding the house of Eli, that the sin of base Eli will not be atoned for forever, even with Karbanas or Menachas. Now, Eli was a kind Gadol and Shaifet. His sons, Chafni and Pinchas, acted improperly, and because of this, Shmuel was sent to tell Eli that all his male descendants would die young. This is a Gzeira that had a Shvua with it, and it was never rescinded. And now we just talk about base Eli for a little bit. Amar Rabba, Rabba said, Maybe the sin cannot be Mishaper with Karbanas and Menachas, but a person could be Mishaper if he learns Torah. And Abayah, Amar said, if he does chesed, then he could be mischaper. And Rabbi Abayi, mean the base Eli kasu. Rabbi and Abayi were both from base Eli. Rabbi dasak batayra chayar shnin. He learned Tyra, He lived for forty years. Abayi dasak batayra ubing mils chasadim. Abayi learned Tyra and was involved in chesed chayashitin shnin. He lived for sixty years. And Tana we have a brayso mishpacha achas haysib yushlaim. There was a family in Yushlaim shahayu mesim kaben shmai nesrishana that the males would die at eighteen years old. They told this Rabbi Yechem Zakai. Amalaim he told them shem mishpachas Eliatem. Perhaps you're from the family of Eli. Shenemar says about the family of Eli. All those raised in your house, they're going to die as young men. Go and learn Tyra, and you're going to live. They went and they learned Tyra, and they lived. And they called this family the family of Yechanan because of this advice that Rabbi Yechanan Zakeh gave them. And just continue to talk about Exardin. How do we know that Exardin that's against that Tzibur is never going to be signed by Hashem? The Gemara says, It's not going to be signed. What do you mean? The Pasuk says, Even if you're going to wash it with cleaning agents, and use a lot of soap, your sin is a stain before me. So we see that a sin can be considered a stain, meaning that it's there, it's signed. So Mar says, no, this is really what's meant to be said. How do we know even if it was signed by Hashem, they could be torn up? Because the Pasuk says, who's like Hashem our God, that anytime we call out to him, he's there. So we see that even though it was signed, we could still call out to him and he'll tear it up. How can we say that? The Pasuk says, seek out Hashem when he's found, implying that 
Hashem is not always found. You can call out to him, but he might not be there. The Gemara says, like Hashem, no problem. Once talk about an individual calling out to Hashem, Hashem isn't always there. But if a Tzibur calls out to Hashem, Hashem will always be there. The Gemara asks, when is it that a Yachid could call out to Hashem and he knows Hashem is going to be listening to him? When is this he matzai? When will Hashem be there for him? These are the 10 days of Aser Simei in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And now going back to Chalitza, they sent another member to the father of Shmuel, Yivama Shirak Kadam. If Yivama spat blood, she has to do Chalitza. It's impossible that blood came out without a little bit of spit being in there. The Gemara's Mace, we have a steer. The Brasa tells us, You might think the dam that comes out of the mouth or out of the aver of a zav is going to be tame. Now we know that any spit or seminal emission that comes from a zav is tame. The Brasa begins with this havamina that perhaps even blood that comes from a zav's mouth or from his aver should be tame as well. Tom Lemon, the Brasa continues, that's why the Pasuk tells us, that which comes out of him is tame. Blood that comes out from his mouth or from his aver, it's not tame, it's tahar. So we see from his Brasa that it can't be that there's always spit mixed into blood because if spit was always mixed into blood, then the blood that comes out of a zav would be tame. The Gemara says, like Hasha, there's no problem. One is talking about where she sucks blood into her mouth. Let's say she has a split lip or she has something wrong with her gums and she's bleeding in her mouth and she gathers that blood together and then she spits it out. That definitely has saliva in it and therefore that would be considered at least a part chalitza and she would have to complete that chalitza. Whereas if blood is just dripping out of the mouth, then it doesn't necessarily have saliva in it. And Meshach said a three-part statement, and the last part of that statement was if she did chalitza and the yavam was a katan, it's not valid. So Gemara Kofi Yaman Bezan Top says, that's our mayor's opinion. Chalitza done to a katan is nothing, meaning it doesn't even pass over to the brothers and absolutely nothing happened over here. And Mishnah also said, if a katana did chalitza, she has to do chalitza again when she becomes a gadayla. That's our mayor. He says, ish kasa parsha. So can by chalitza say ish, meaning it has to be a gadol, and we compare a woman to a man, which means the woman also has to be a gadayla. It says the man has to be a gadol. The woman, she's allowed to be a gadayla or even a katana. The Gemara's man chachamim, who's these chachamim? Rabbi Yaisi, he it's Rabbi Yaisi. Now, how do we know that it's Rabbi Yaisi over here? So we have somewhat of a lengthy story. So Rabbi Chiyav, Rabbi Shem, by Rabbi Havayasvi, they were sitting together. One of them started saying, Someone who's davening, he has to put his eyes downwards, meaning he has to look towards Eretz Yisrael. Because the Pasuk says, My eyes and heart shall be there all days, which means the Shechin is in Eretz Yisrael. So a person has to look towards Eretz Yisrael when they're davening. The other one says, His eyes should be towards Shemayim. Shemayim says in the Pasuk, Let us lift our hearts up with our hands. And the Pasuk continues, El Kel to Hashem in heaven. Now, in the meantime, while they're having this discussion, also Rabbi Shmuel Brebesi, goodbye. Rabbi Shmuel Brebesi came to them. Amrlu, he asked them, Bemayaski, so what are you talking about? Amrlu, they told him, Betfila, we're talking about davening. Amrlu, he said, Kachamar Abba, this is what my father, Rabbi Yesi, says, A person who davens, he has to put his eyes towards Eretz Yisrael, but his heart should be towards Shemaim. So that he can fulfill both of these psukim. Now, Adahachi, while all three of them were talking, also Rabbi Lemesifta, Rabbi, he came to Yeshiva and it was time for Shir, so everyone had to scatter hither and thither to go find their seats before Shir started. Now, in Hu, Davakalili, all the Talmudim, they're very light footed. They were able to sit in their places very quickly. But Rabbi Shmuel Barbiesi, Agav Yukre, because he was very heavy, we see throughout the Gemara that Rabbi Shmuel Barbiesi was very heavy, he was walking slowly to his seat. Armale Abdon, Abdon, who's one of the Talmudim, told him, Who is this that's stepping on the heads of the Holy Nation? The Holy Nation is obviously referring to the Talmudim, and the reason why he's saying stepping on their heads is because they would sit on the floor. So if someone's walking to his seat, it looks like he's stepping on their heads, and that's not a proper thing to do. So Amrle, he told him, It's me, Yishmael Rebbeesi. I came to learn Torah from Rebbe. So Amrle, Abdon told him, Are you really fitting to learn Torah from Rebbe? Amrle, he told him, Was Maisha really fitting to learn Torah from Hashem? 
Amalei, he told him, V'chi Moshe Ata, are you Moshe? Amalei, he said, V'chi Rabcha Elikimu, is your Rebbe, is he Hashem? Now, side point, the Gemara tells us, Amrav Yesef, Shaklei Rebbe Lemitchfasei, Rebbe received his punishment for listening to this and not speaking up, the Amalei, because Rebbe Shmuel Rebbe Yesi had told Abdon, Rabcha, your Rebbe, Veloi Rebbe, he didn't say my Rebbe, referring to Rebbe himself. So that was a little bit of a punishment to Rebbe. Either which way we continue the story, Adahachi, meanwhile, Asivamal came to Rebbe. A Yavama came to the base Major, she came to Rebbe. So Amalei Rebbe Abdon, Rebbe told Abdon, Pike Badka, go take her outside and go check to see if she's a Gedaila. Now, Abbas of after Abdon left, Amalei Rishmol, Rishmol told Rebbe, Kach Amar Abba, this is what my father said, who's his father, Rebbe Yaisi, Ish Kasar Parsha, the Pasuk says, Ish, Aval Isha, Ben Gedaila, Ben Kitana, a woman, even if she's a Kitana, is allowed to do Chalitza. So, right over here, we already have this source that it's Rebbe Yaisi that says that a woman who's a Kitana is allowed to do Chalitza. But now we continue with the story. Amalei, so Rebbe told Abdon, Ta, come back. Lightsrichas, we don't need you to find out if she's a Gedaila, Kfar Hayra Zakein, the Zakein, Rebbe Yaisi, he already paskin that she doesn't have to be a Gedaila. So now, as Abdon was coming back, Kamifsa Abdon Vaasi, he was stepping over everyone's heads to go back to his spot. told him, If the holy nation, meaning the Talmudim, need him, so then he's allowed to step over the heads of everyone. And when you were leaving the base Medrash, everyone needed you, so you were allowed to step over everyone's heads. But someone who the Am Kadesh doesn't need, how could he step over the heads? Why are you stepping over everyone's heads to go back to your spot? You shouldn't be going back to your spot now. So Amalei Rebbe Abdon, Rebbe told Abdon, stay where you are right now and don't go back to your spot. Now Tana was taught by Sasha at that time Abdon, Abdon got Saraz, Banov, his two sons drowned, Umian his two daughter in laws did Mion. And this was a punishment he received for what he did. Now Amr of Nachbar Yitzhak Brichmana de Kasvila Abdon Bahai Alma, blessed is Hashem that he embarrassed Abdon in this world, so that next world he doesn't have to receive a punishment, as better he got a punishment in this world than in the next world. Now Amr of Ami Rab Ami says, shall Baribi from the words of Baribi. Baribi is Rabyaisi. The reason why we're calling him Baribi is because that's a title to a very hush of person, so we can learn from Rabyaisi that Katana Khaletes Bipaitais, a Katana Kadu if she's in the stage of Pa'itas. Pa'itas is about six or seven, and that's the age if they sell or buy something, the sale is valid. So at this age, Chalitza would also be valid. Now, Rav Amr, he says, only once she reaches the stage of being able to make a nether, which is about a year before she becomes a Gedaila. The real halacha about Chalitza is Cyrus, until she brings two Cyrus. And we had said that if she did Chalitza in front of two people, it's not valid. The halacha is not like that pair, the Paskin, that it is allowed to be done in front of two people. Rav Nachman already said that once. Chalitza has to be done with three. So obviously it's not allowed to be done with two. Why does he have to repeat that the halacha is not like the ones that say that it's allowed to be done with two? So we say, we need both these memras. If we only had this first memra, I would say, it's not allowed to be done in front of two. But it's allowed to be done even in front of two people. The chiddush is, the halacha is not like them. But the is not allowed to be done in front of two. And if all he said was that the halacha is not like that pair, rather than like the Tanakama, Havamin, I would think, the Eved, only be the Eved, if a person does it in front of three, so then it's a valid Chalitza. I might think you have to do Chalitza in front of five people. Tzricha, therefore, I need Rav Nachman to say that the Halacha is we do it in front of three, meaning Lechatchilo, and be the Eved, it has to be done in front of three, no more, no less. And we had said in there was a story where Yavama did Chalitza to the Yavam, and there were the only two people there. We had mentioned jail in this whole thing, and that the story came to Rabbi Kiva, and he had said it's a valid Chalitza. So, first of all, the Gemara has, if it was only between him and her, how did Anyone know about it? So Amrav Yehuda Amr Shmuel, the Edim There was Edim outside, and they saw the Chalitza happening inside, but there was no one actually there, being there by the Chalitza. Now Ibayil, who asked the following question: Was the story that he did Chalitza to her outside jail? And the story came to Rabbi Kiva when Rabbi Kiva was in jail. Remember, Rabbi Kiva was put in jail by the Romans. perhaps The story was that they both were in jail, and she did Chalitza to him when they were in jail. 
jail, but Rabbi Kiva wasn't in jail. So Rabbi Yudam Rav, he says, both of them were in jail. The story of Chalitza happened in the jail, and to the jail came this story, meaning Rabbi Kiva was in jail when they asked him this question. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about more cases of Chalitza. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.